What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little glasses of business, they're dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, your horror safe haven. I'm Chelsea. I'm James, and we're married, and we like to get scared together. We just had a little break that I could have ran and gotten my ring, but I forgot it still. Yeah, it's okay. This is our second time trying to start this episode. It's hot in here. <laughs> We've got a fan on. I, If you can hear it, sorry. It's like 100 degrees outside. I'm not outside. sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got our friend Chauncey K. Robinson here Hi. returning uh, for the her second appearance on the podcast after the John Carpenter episode yes. many, many years ago now. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was in the apartment. Yep. Uh, there was a cat. Now there's a dog. Yo, listen. Oh, I, I wish we could have both of them, but they're still working out some issues. Yeah. But Chauncey will also be uh, on the channel more in the future post-strike. That's right. We have been developing a show with Chauncey for years now. <laughs> yeah. Years ago, I was, I was like, hey, can we do a show together? And you came up with a great idea. And then, like, years went by. You wrote all the scripts. Mm-hmm. And I looked over most of them, and then another couple years yeah. went by. But we're finally getting to it, thanks yes. to producer MK, who is awesome and makes things happen. So awesome. Yeah. I'm but, really excited for it, too. It's yeah. just, I'm just excited. Yeah. We, it's, it's heavy into pre-production. We'll probably be shooting it uh, before the end of the year, but it can't come out until the strikes are over. Are we but, keeping details secret for now? Uh, no, we can say it's production tales from hell. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can yeah. say the name. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> production tales that, from hell. That was your idea, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm really excited for just like diving into the layers of development hell for various horror movies that people love or hate, but mostly love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited. The the design of it and the graphics look super cute already. So I'm, that's going to be so great. I think if you like the podcast and you like the research heavy episodes, you're going to want to check this out because that's. All that that's gonna yeah. be it's yes. history and because Chauncey, you, you have like a journalism background, right? Yeah, journalism, theater, so kind of like that mixture of it. You know, that's uh, the professional job of politics and drama in terms of uh, government and the world and society, and then kind of bringing that into my love of movies and all of the layers that um, kind of affect the way that it came out, whether Mm -hmm. it's the behind the scenes, on the set, after it came out, just kind of diving into all of that good stuff. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's so good because some of the movies that you're looking at on the show are ones that have been covered on either the podcast or the Kill Count, but it's all new information about those. It's stuff that we don't get to on these shows. It's it's like the the could have beens and the would have beens and the like things that went wrong and I love that aspect of it. Yeah, I've been really just I, I love doing research and, and about history and things like that. So to be able to do this with a, another love of mine, which is the horror genre, has just been such a fun um, journey. Mm-hmm. And so and then just the collaborative journey has just been really fun as well. So I'm just really excited for people to see it come to fruition because it's just been so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. seeing yeah. it come to life and I'm just like, oh, that's so cool. Like the way it's coming together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. And if you really find, um, if you're really interested in the current 
strikes going on not even just in entertainment but just in general this year is kind <laughs> yeah. of unprecedented and you find maybe labor history really interesting chauncey's also someone you should follow because that's kind of what you specialize in in writing about yeah that's my jam too <laughs> yeah. like we're all like working people and i just think you know workers of the world are pretty much the majority right as we are seeing like right now with everything going on and so it's it's one of the things just to kind of like even of course, like with SAG and everything like that, you just see that no matter the industry, there's just so much going on there. So with my journalism, along with, you know, culture and film reviews, it's also kind of talking about uh, the real world stuff. Uh, and and diving into that, whether it be with people's world, which mm -hmm. is going on being around for like 100 years, which is a great history to be a part of, or um, books. And why not? So. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was talking to my dad once, and he was telling me about some labor strikes that my uh, my grandpa, his dad, would have been part of. And I wanted to learn more, and I Google it first thing that came up: People's World. It was yes, <laughs> like that's like, right. our jam. I remember it's I so messaged great. you about it. I was like, "Here's the thing, small world." Is it is it wobblies a term? Is uh wobblies for, there? Yeah. Is that I, IWW maybe? I feel like that's IWW. Yeah. Is that International Workers of the World? Is that like a like a overarching labor union. There's a lot. Yeah, there's, it's, it's like, like bubbling left. up from AP yeah, history. You yeah, know? like yeah, and I think you know it's one of the things like if we love what we do, like we love talking about stories, whether even if they're fiction, you know, and just this art of of talking about film, of being in films, television, and stuff. One of the ways that it it can flourish is if the people who make it happen are able to have a quality of life. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have a good quality of life, the art suffers, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that's the meshing of it. You know, whether people feel removed from it or not, it's it comes together because no one, you know, you don't want, you want, if you want people to do this full time and to like be able to do it, they have to be able to make a, a life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're talking about Talk To Me, which is apparently uh, because A24, met the demands of uh, WGA and SAG. It is okay to talk about talk to me, mm -hmm. apparently. Talk about talk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, YouTubers making a movie. That's, that's exciting. Right. Yeah. Raka uh, Raka. Raka Raka. If that's how it's pronounced. Uh, it could be Raka Raka. Who knows? I think if it's Australian, it's Raka Raka. Raka Raka. I don't know. I'm not going to try that. <laughs> yep. We can uh, all try our best Australian accents. It is, is it is twin brothers Danny and Michael Philippou. I it's, I'm just I don't know how to say anything today. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I wasn't familiar with their channel, and I'm still not. I probably should have watched some stuff before doing this episode. But just the fact that some YouTubers made a movie horror movie. Pretty cool. Exciting. Yeah. Pretty exciting, and a and a good one. I remember being a little nervous when I heard about this one because it just was so. That was. All I knew about it was some like YouTubers made a horror movie, and I'm like, please be good, well, you know. <laughs> well, I believe their channel was or is uh, narratives. It's yes. like shorts it, yeah. and and, and like it says horror heavy. comedy videos. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's it's not like they were some vloggers making a movie. They had already been experienced. That's fair. Making cinema, sure. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's 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 hard to, I guess, it, can you still sustain a narrative for? That a long, full yeah. length Fe versus length. yeah, and they minutes. can mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, what is, yeah is this? It's ninety two. Ninety two. Great. Okay. Great. <laughs> I, I always look at it. how long a movie is so I can yes. just <laughs> same same same. <laughs> what can I expect? <laughs> um, 
I guess without getting too spoiler heavy at first, uh, how do we all feel about this movie? Because I really liked it. I I also really liked it. We we saw it twice. We saw it we once did. just to see it, and then we were like, let's cover it on the podcast. So we went back and took notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second time, it's a good movie to see a second time. I think because there's a lot of supernatural stuff that you're trying to figure out what's it made a lot more sense the second time around or at least I was able to kind of piece together okay this is what happened and it all makes sense and it all comes together I I really enjoyed it for a variety of like key things like just the diversity of the cast and just the topic that they were covering which you know one of the great things about horror is that it can be used to talk about so many real world things in such a fantastical way that's still very relatable. And at first I was a little like hesitant about it because it was dealing with grief and whatnot. And those can just be really depressing and like just triggering for people Mm -hmm. in general. So (laughs) I was just like, do I want to sit through this? But I think the way they handled it and the metaphor that was coming out of it was poignant. And it had a really good atmosphere to it. It wasn't, you know, like, it wasn't so much gore necessarily, mm-hmm. but there were there was gore in the right places, I felt like. Yeah. Um, yeah, a great application of practical effects. There weren't a ton of them, but they look amazing. The skin effects mm-hmm. on the possessed oh, people yes. look yeah. real gnarly, just very modeled. Yeah. <laughs> and it, unsettling. it is bleak, and there are plenty of parts that I found like really sad about this movie and really (laughs) difficult to watch, but there's enough of a balance where the entire thing doesn't feel just so gloomy. Yeah, there are fun sequences that feel like a party, which is uh, good because the movie is young kids partying around this supernatural thing. And I feel like it kind of frames this, uh, uh, it, I guess it's almost like a Ouija board, this hand, if you've seen the trailers, you've seen this this plastered hand that you can hold hands with and then invite a spirit to enter your body for a short period of time. And the way that they do it makes it feel like they're doing drugs at a party. Mm-hmm. I, I likened it to Salvia, since it is a very short duration uh, if anyone's unfamiliar with yeah, Salvia. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what is Salvia? Let me tell you kids. Let me tell you about Salvia. <laughs> Salvia in the uh, late 2000s, early 2010s was a legal hallucinogen. Yes, you get it at the gas station. What? Yeah, it, well, yep. probably Where? more at head shops, but at least <laughs> sure, in Michigan. But they they yep. they banned it pretty quickly, but it was it was uh it, it looked you you smoked it. It was like weed. It was a leaf. Mm-hmm. It, it is a naturally occurring plant. And it was uh, something that you would smoke and then just go on the wildest fucking trip of your life for about two minutes, if that. And then you were like right back down to normal. Yeah, it was wild. Um, A lot of people who like would smoke weed would would try salvia unwisely because it's a whole nother level. But uh, it it reminded me of this because they're holding this hand for 90 seconds is the Mm -hmm. limit. And then they break it and like while they're doing it, they're being possessed and doing things completely out of character, out of yes. the ordinary. And, and that's what happens. And all their friends are gathered around them watching filming and them, filming laughing, and laughing. Making and a big joke of it. It, it yeah. reminds me exactly <laughs> of Salvia and and people like doing it at parties and be like, oh my God, my, my hand is is in the machinery of these Dorito chips. And everyone around them is just like, ha ha, yeah. And then just, you know, two yeah. minutes later, they're back to normal. Wow. Yeah. 
I never heard yeah. that. I Fun just times something. in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suburban Michigan. You got, ain't got shit Listen, else to do. Listen, boy is boring there. I don't know okay. what else to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did think of that too. And I believe that um, at least one of the directors has said that they kind of based um, what the possessions looked like and what the experience was like uh, on them watching friends of theirs do drugs at yeah. parties. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it also, like you said, it's about grief, but it also doubles as kind of like an addiction mm-hmm. metaphor because these people are doing it. And then the next day at school, they're like, hey, can you come over? We want to do it again tomorrow night. Yeah. And then they just like keep wanting to do it. They don't want the younger kids to do it. It, it all feels very parallel to drugs. And uh, mm-hmm. I think done in a, in a, I've never seen, um, a supernatural possession movie where it's treated like a fun time where they're yeah. like that possession yeah. felt amazing it was so cool let's do it some more like that's so unique of a spin on this mm-hmm. it's yeah it's kind of got the um bones and all uh double kind of special thing going on where it's about one thing but it's also kind of about addiction yeah which <laughs> yeah. is fun mm-hmm. oh by the way the second time we saw this we had a fucking terrible audience there wow. were youths just There's you. so many. There <laughs> were two mean, rows okay, it of you. Two full rows of kids, oh, like no. high school age kids, and they would not shut the fuck up, and they were all on their phones. And James and I are like, we, we both want to say something, but there's so many. Of them. I don't want to get harassed we'll be by out you. Yeah. But they're like, kids. they're talking during the trailers, and I was like, I'm gonna give them the trailers because it's yeah. Trailers. We, uh-huh. I usually, if people talk during the trailers, I'm wary, but. It's it's the trailer, and I was also like, you know, if they're this it talkative, maybe fun. they'll maybe they yeah, quiet sca- down. No, they didn't like jump at the jumpy parts. They didn't. They reacted to none of the scares, and, and then, then during... talked through all of the dialogue scenes. No. Yeah, oh. it was the worst oh. of both worlds. Bad. It was like uh. at least you know get involved and react to the movie. Yeah. So no one snuck out to tell the people out there to come tap. <laughs> like tell the ushers. I know. I should have. <laughs> like, them, so something... I don't have to do it. Yeah, narc on them. Yeah, should have. I'm a coward. Easy to say, we should have done it in retrospect. Especially since we'd seen it already. We have yeah. no excuse. If it, if it was if it was my first screen, I would have been pissed. Yeah, I would have been. The second pissed. screen, I was like, all right, I'll just deal with this and seethe. Yeah. The <laughs> Theater's not your living room, kids. Have you noticed uh, people like on their phones yeah, in theaters? Yeah, no, I feel like with everything that's happened in the past couple of years, I feel like people are still functioning like they're still in their living room. Yeah. yeah. And so when they're finally sitting, it's almost kind of like they, <laughs> like they're on their couch, you know? Like, yeah. But I'm that kind of person, I can't help. I just, I, can't, I don't have a poker face and I will look. Like I'll just like, I went to go see a few movies and it was just like, people were just like moving around and I'm just like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> just staring at them, you know, like hoping they'll like get a, the picture. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's a kid, because you can kind of scare them a little yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I just, like I'm just, you know. And then they're like, "Oh, the scary lady," and it's just like, "Yeah, the scary <laughs> lady." Dude, at you Oppenheimer, know? I look over three seats down for me, a woman scrolling through oh, Instagram, no. like on, uh, on Instagram, on Instagram. It's opening day. We're seeing this shit, seventy millimeter IMAX. Do you know how few real IMAXs there are, <laughs> person? You're in, and like, there's like this sold out for like weeks. Appreciate where you are. <laughs> Fucking. I can't. <sighs> Killian Murphy's like 30, 40, 50 feet tall, and he's so beautiful. Appreciate it. His cheekbones were Just so big. Scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> That's crazy. In a theater. What the that hell? That reminded me of when James and I went to go see Hades Town on Broadway in New York, <laughs> and it was. 
towards the beginning of act two, there's two, like, I think maybe, I don't know, like 13, 14 years old, maybe two kids sitting behind us. And I think one of them had their feet up on oh, no. like the balcony kind of thing. The ledge, yeah. And we hear an usher come down and go, get your feet down. This isn't your house. And <laughs> I like, I'm going to remember it till I die. That's it was theater. so fucking That's funny. That's theater though. Yes. Yeah. Like people get the real. Sass. Like, oh my, I was scared. I wasn't even in trouble. <laughs> yeah. But it was so good. I just, I'll remember them forever. Yeah, I've been <laughs> in theater shows where, like, you're sitting down and someone still has on, uh, like, had their um, phone out, and someone would just, don't even know them. Just the, put their the, hand yeah. over Amazing. it? Amazing. Oh, my God. It's like, the oh show's my God. starting. Good. Good for them. And it's, you can't do anything. It's just like, okay, I'm just going to put the playbill right here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to start. Oh, my God. Love <laughs> it. They do not play. Yeah. <laughs> can't let people get away with that stuff. It's so annoying. Um, <laughs> I do recommend you see this in theaters while you can, though. Not only because the sound design is huge and big and, and loud and loud so it's a good one to hear with those theater speakers but also just because uh this is performing really well and you can help mm -hmm. be a part of that it was a budget of four and a half million it's already taken in 36 million wow. and is on wow. its way to possibly being i think a24's highest grossing dom domestic feature um, Why did uh, what movies overseas? Are? Uh, a bunch, like everything, everywhere, all at once. That oh, did really sure. well yeah, overseas, sense, and yeah. I think that's their their top grossing ever, which is okay. only at like a hundred million. <laughs> but wow. Still, uh, and some other movies uh, have performed better overseas, but this is on its way to doing the best domestically, I think. Wow. Or at least maybe best uh, horror. Uh, domestically because Hereditary is up there now, but mm -hmm. it's on its way to passing Hereditary. I mean, it's similar to Hereditary. Hereditary was so word of mouth. Yeah. I yeah. think in this, I think. It's a lot of A24 stuff is, yeah. Really, I think a, a big part of why A24 is so successful is like those movies have such good word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people, you always start hearing people talk about it mm -hmm. before sometimes you even see a trailer. Mm -hmm. Like I'll, like even for Talk To Me, I saw one poster and it was the thing with the hand. I'm like, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. And then it's like all of a sudden you're hearing people talk to me, talk to me. Now that can be a blessing or a curse though mm -hmm. because some movies they get hyped up. Yes. And that's why it was also kind of, you know, and then when you hear like, oh, it's these, you know, people who made it who I don't know if they've ever made other movie. And I've seen some other ones where it's like, oh, you know, and it's just like, and so I was a little like hesitant. And then, and sometimes when people say, this is the scariest movie yes. ever, oh my gosh, the scariest movie of all time, I'm like, I'll be a judge of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like really, for yeah. myself. I, I try not to let that affect my perception of it when I'm seeing a movie, but it, it's going to. Yeah. If you just hear nonstop buzz about it, like, all right, all right, better be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you have really high expectations. I think for this one, I kind of just went in there, not so much for the scare factor. I went in there just thinking, I this is going to be depressing. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm going to be Do you feel sad. like it was depressing? Or? Um, I felt like it was tragic. You know, it is tragic. Um, yeah. I think, and you know, a lot of horror can be tragic. I don't mm. mind tragic horror. I like my horror where the monster gets vanquished at the end. Usually, mm. that's yeah. just my jam. Like you know, like Dream Warriors. It's like they rose <laughs> up. You know, um, but you know, I can appreciate when that doesn't happen. It's just that's why I think this movie did a really good job of a balance mm -hmm. of it, and that it didn't overstay its welcome. If it had been like two to three hours oh, and yeah. it ended in tragedy, I would have been like all of that and 
she didn't win. Mm-hmm. Like, or there wasn't there wasn't a win yeah. at the end. I would have been disappointed because I was like, you know, that's a long journey <laughs> to get yeah. to right. a tragic ending. But I felt like because of the length of it, because of that kind of moment in time we were seeing for this particular heroine, um, it was fine. Yeah. I still, I mean, there were still some really poignant, sad yeah. moments. But I think it was interlaced with a lot of, you know, levity. And fun, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into Spoilerville. All right. Should we just kind of start at the top of the, the movie? With the opening scene that is all oh, one take? And it's that, the opening scene is basically going to be where the prequel ends, right? Aren't they? Yes, they're doing they, like a prequel. Yeah, no, they, they are shot, doing a prequel. They already shot oh, the prequel. Yeah. And it's going to be, I, I believe it'll be, um, what did it say? Like screen, uh, it'll be like on screens, like phones and webcams. So kind of like a- uh, Oh, like a found footage? Yeah, but oh. now, now we have a new term because uh, uh, it's not just found footage like with Screen life storytelling. Oh. So stuff, you know, like searching and missing. Yeah. And, and those kind of things like where it's. Those movies. Not found footage where it's like from a camera, but on And where screen. it's like, we found this creepy fucking footage yeah. in the woods where it's like there's not <laughs> no that one kind was of. Around. No yeah. one has a VHS. Yeah. And all the people <laughs> in this disappear. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah. It just happens to. It's being told over. Like a computer okay. screen or a phone screen. So okay. they already filmed that. And like then, unfriended or something. Yes, exactly. Okay. So they pulled the tie west and uh, shot it at the same time as shooting this, and then they also were greenlit for a sequel that they are writing and directing. Nice. So, wow, yeah. that's big really, success for them. That's for them. really. I mean, it's well deserved though because yeah. this was a really solid story. Yeah. yeah, and the the lore of it can be applied everywhere. Like mm-hmm. people want to know more about this hand that uh, the poster for this movie. Uh, you had you mentioned how you had seen just the poster. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I was like, is System of a Down doing a reissue or something? <laughs> right? I was like, okay. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Is that fucking album? But yeah, we we start at this party where well, we start out in the street. That's what I love. He gets like dropped off in the street, and then the camera follows him going around the house. It's like a college age kid looking for his brother named Duckett. Oi, yeah, see Duckett. I wrote like five different names down. I was like Duggan. Duckett? Duggett? I had no idea. It is I've Duckett. never heard this name in my life. <laughs> yeah. Duckett? Maybe it's an Australian name. Duckett? Duckett. Oh, Duckett. Yeah, That's I've, I've what he says. I've never heard Duckett yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's one of those fucking bumping cool kid parties. Although the mom There's is there. There's a mom there who's cutting vegetables or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Duckett's acting fucking weird. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, the entire <laughs> opening Duckett's scene. Duckett's ass out of here. Is an unbroken shot as this camera follows him around the house, into the house. He breaks down a door where his brother is. Uh, his brother comes out, and then his brother fucking stabs him in the chest. Yeah. And then people... everyone's filming. They've all got. Oh yeah, that that like I did really that honestly did make my stomach drop a little bit because when he finally gets his brother out of this room and his brother's got a knife, right? No, it's, I think he grabs the knife that the mom was cutting vegetables. With, I see. Off yeah, yeah. But his brother's just like fucked just up. Just being weird, and yeah. everyone's filming and laughing, and his brother is just kind of screaming and pleading. Everyone like, put your cameras away. Yeah. Like, stop filming. God, I'm so glad that I didn't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm old enough to wear like high school, college, 
Yeah, not everyone had a camera in their pocket. Yeah, I think as, like, for myself as a millennial, it's just great that there wasn't a lot of, like, it was, like, still dial-up AOL type <laughs> thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you had the dial-in phone. No one had to see yeah. any of your, like, stuff at a party. Because people, you know, when you're a kid, your brain doesn't finish developing until you're, like, 26. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you're going to do a lot of, stu- which makes sense for this film, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to do a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. And just the idea, and that's the terror of it, right? Just the idea that he's kind of, you know, so out of it. And he's, you know, even in the beginning when he's trying to find his brother, it's like he's clearly concerned and no one can register that. They're mm-hmm. all just like, what? No, I haven't seen him. Then it's like. And they jump in the pool. Do yeah. you get that this guy's concern for his, the person he's looking for, that mm-hmm. you can't, like, you're just so in the midst of, like, your partydom. Yeah. And I just think of, you know, later we kind of see some imagery of like a bunch of people kind of going after one person and like torturing one person. And I don't know, I just, that kind of for me reminds me of the idea of a bunch of people like filming someone or, you know, it's getting their- You're talking about the shunting glimpses? Yeah. uh, Yeah. It just, you know, a bunch of people kind of ganging up on one person and filming them, making fun of them, turning them into content. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just, yeah, it's preying on a single person. Uh, Or the idea of you or whatever you're doing in that moment instantly belonging to a bunch of other people. Uh, Well, yeah, it's such spectatorship that even after he, uh, Duckett, stabs his brother, uh, a lot of the people behind them you see in the far background, like, clear out. But there are some people who are like, just hanging out watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, he just stabs someone. He still has the knife and you're like still hanging around to yeah. see what happens instead of and running for your life. And that's tale as time. That's sure. people yeah. slowing down because there's a car accident or that's, you know, people watching like a fire or something. <laughs> yeah. It's, People are going to people, I guess. Well, I feel like there was also just like that bystander syndrome, mm-hmm. too, where there's like something chaotic going on and people are just kind of either so shocked at it that they don't move or, well, nowadays ends up on, you know, whatever the bird app is called now. And it's <laughs> just like, you know, why was, and you ask, like, why was that person still filming mm-hmm. while this was going on? And that was even happening in the film at all, as well. Like, like really drastic things are happening. And there were times when I'm just like, why are they still just standing there? Yeah. Like, shouldn't you intervene yes. at this part? Yeah. Like, what's going on? It, the scene ends with Duckett stabbing himself in the face. Yeah. Which him. was... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty gnarly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought it was powerful. They didn't like go up close on it. It was just like him in the doorway and it was just like going back. I'm like, that's just, yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Sometimes <laughs> like, there's... That's like that, that cause they didn't have to be like some really close up part of the of the knife going in. Yeah. It was, also, it was just haunting. Like his brother, he stabs him. The brother goes down. He walks. The camera's still just watching it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah, it's, it's like the camera is one of those phones being held up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't look away. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we cut to, I'm not sure how much later it's supposed to be. I can't tell if this was a funeral or more like a memorial. It's a memorial. It's like her t- it's two, her two years. Year okay, I couldn't tell if that was the original like funerals or if this was the yeah. two-year kind of memorial for our main character, Mia's mother who passed away. Uh, I think the first shot we see in this sequence is of Mia picking at her nail polish. Yeah, that's and, recurring. Yeah, there. I, I wrote down, I really paid attention the second time around to all of the focus on hands in this movie, which seems obvious because that is the yeah. poster. Uh, the, <laughs> what and, is And the medium. <laughs> yeah. Hands, yeah. really? <laughs> uh, but it, and it is like the central, like, yeah, it's the, the icon of the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's so much 
like there's so much like very pointed imagery of hands um doing different things and often as like a tool of communicating with someone or mm. uh maybe it's revealing something about how someone feels like Mia's yeah. constantly picking her nail polish off and to me that's you know, someone's anxious, they pick their nails. Like, I'll pick my nail polish if I'm antsy or something. Yeah. 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 Just... yeah. Mia is played by Sophia Wilde, who just gives a phenomenal performance. Yes. This whole cast is yeah. fucking great. That was the other thing that really, I felt like one of the things that made this work was that I feel like if this was, I don't want to say like an American cast, because you can have great American cast or whatever, but <laughs> sure. it was like it was like the stereotypical kind of teen cast where mm. there's that sort of like oh my gosh man what's going on like kind of a thing i felt like all of that would have fell flat but it was so natural the way they were all bouncing off of each other and mia sort of sophie kind of sophia doing this with sophie or sophie sophie, sophie yeah mm -hmm. doing this sort of like you know you tell you can tell there's something brimming underneath the surface mm -hmm. right there's there's issues there and she even says it the haircut mm -hmm. you know like because i've seen her in like other stuff and you can tell like they really like made that choice with the way like she was coming off and i just felt like there was something so natural about the cast despite the fantastical plot line and I felt like that really grounded this story because I feel like had it not been done the way it did, they did it with the acting I don't think I would have I don't think it would have worked as well yeah, yeah this was not glossy teen glossy. horror yeah that's yes. a good word like this it wasn't glossy very real like and, and I'm I going think... to my friend's basement to hang out I'm just gonna put on like a baggy sweatshirt and yeah like, like yeah. no girl yeah. standing up on a thing with like a halter top like yeah yeah, yeah right like, yeah you know, I, I think like... the characters that really drive home <laughs> just the very natural performance and just the uh kind of realistic characters are Haley and Joss. Yeah. Because yes. they're the ones who introduce the hand to the rest of the characters. I'm in love with these two. They're so yeah. great. Because in, in a lot of other movies, they would just be pure assholes yes. and purely antagonistic. But here... You know, they're definitely, like, the cool kids. Yes, like, I don't smoke, but I, the entire time I was like, I hope I would be cool enough to smoke a cigarette <laughs> with Haley and Joss. They're yeah. cool kids. They're obviously, like, the troublemakers. They're the ones with the hand. But, like, they still, and even though Haley expresses uh, extreme dislike of Mia right off the bat, like, they wind up more or less warming up to her and also just being kind of kind to the younger brother, Riley. Like when yeah. they're when they're uh strapping him in to do it later on, like she like uh Haley winks at him, which yeah. uh, and then like Joss is just a big clown. Yeah. I love him. Is it a kindness or is it a all right, we have someone else who's gonna Fresh like meat. Like, right. but not in like I felt like it wasn't a maniacal kind of no. way. It's like, oh, you're joining in on the fun. Yeah, Welcome yeah. to the party. It's like, oh, oh, deal. like the, the the little brother's gonna get in on yeah. this too. All right, cool, yeah. little bro. Like, yeah, you're one of us, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, like, exactly. it, yeah, it didn't feel malicious. Yeah, and I just love that about these characters and their performances. How they're they're not just straight up assholes. They show vulnerability. They get mm -hmm. scared and they like they warm up to everyone on individual bases. Like, I, I love. They it. feel. They all feel really real especially Mia and it's she's an interesting main character because she is so flawed and very yes. gray and there are times where I'm just like oh my god get it together girl. <laughs> yeah. I, like I'm so sick of your shit but I think you're supposed to feel that Definitely. way and that's what makes her really interesting and often women aren't afforded the ability to be that kind of character 
Mm-hmm. In, uh, you know, especially in like a horror movie and especially in a teen horror movie where often you've got a bunch of teen characters like this in a horror movie, you're introduced to them because the movie wants you to want to watch them die. Yeah. It, and that's not what this is. Yeah, and I think Mia being like, as complicated as she is because there are definite flaws like she's and that whole thing of what you just said like kind of being frustrated with her there's also kind of that exasperation from some of her friends right mm-hmm. like her bff like i'm so tired like that you but that's kind of that weirdness of like she's been grieving for mm-hmm. two years yeah. and there's yeah. no timetable on that so yes. and it's like she's not gonna be this perfect mm-hmm. you know kind of and even when i say her as like as a as a heroine you know someone might be like is she a heroine but like yeah she is the heroine of mm-hmm. this i mean you know she's the the central point she's the one either gonna make or break what happens right you know in that regard but she's not perfect you know she kind of still has feelings for her bff's guy mm-hmm. and he still seemingly has feelings for her i don't even I know what that really was i could really tell <laughs> I was wondering if he, he might be gay. closeted. Yeah, but I don't know if he is. No, because I feel like he was still filming Mia because there were certain things he was doing. Yeah, like when, she sta- when he stayed over her place, mm-hmm. that you could tell there was a weird thing I, going on. But, I, agree. but I, I could see that as just being like a friendship, like a close friendship, because I, there's when he does it, and and the spirits inside of him. Uh, and uh, granted, these spirits are not reliable narrators, and we will see they will lie to yeah. these people. But they do like turn towards Jade, who is uh, Mia's best friend, and Daniel is her, the boyfriend's name. While they're in Daniel, they turn towards Jade, and they're like, "He makes your dick sore." Yeah, 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 yeah like you, yeah, ma- you don't do it for him. Yeah, yeah you, you, don't... <laughs> you make his dick sore. And she says that they haven't kissed. It's been like three yeah. months, so I don't know. He, he might be like asexual, really or but then that's he, also true. But then when he's possessed he looks over at Mia and that's when he starts humping. He starts oh yeah he's that's super why horny she, when he's possessed. That's, that's, why, that's true. Why yeah. she started, that's why she sort of laughed and looked down and then she looked at her friend because it was like oh because she mm-hmm. knew it was like oh he's still attractive. All those little me. looks from yeah. Sophie Wilde are so good. I think good. he just thinks that Jade's boring. You think so? <laughs> yeah I think that I think he. So does Haley. Because oh. he. <laughs> well because he like I think Jade mentions that he's Christian and like very, it sounds like he's pretty straight laced. Mm -hmm. And I think he maybe likes the idea of someone like Mia because she's the one doing stuff that maybe by association with her, it makes him feel cool and it feels a little dangerous. And I think that maybe is like what he's into. Well, after that first night when Mia does the hand and they uh, go to Haley in the parking lot at school the next day, they say it's because Daniel wants to do it. So he he wants to do it. So maybe you're right. Maybe he's not or maybe he doesn't want to be as straight laced as Jade is accepting him as. I could also, and we don't get any of like Daniel's family. He even says he's 18 so the cops don't call his parents after some shit goes down. So Mm -hmm. he's an adult but I wonder if part of it is like Jade is someone who his family could see as more of an acceptable girlfriend and maybe because even, oh, my parents approve of this girlfriend, this is instantly not as exciting anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Because, yeah, yeah Mia's the uh, the more wild child because she tried weed she once. She tried weed once. <laughs> <laughs> as Miranda Otto 
gets Miranda Otto's in this Gressel. Eowyn is in this. Yeah, fucking And Eowyn she's so fucking as funny. As a just a flustered mom. As like a she mom great, trying yeah. her best. <laughs> yeah. And like Single a really mom. cool mom. Like yeah. I think she is like a pretty uh, top tier horror movie mom. Yeah. In this. She reminded me of a more, uh, I don't know how to say it more grounded and I'll just say better acted because it's Miranda Otto. So no shame in that of the mom from terrifier Two, Sure. Who is also very uh, frustrated and vulgar, but like shows moments of warmth and like genuine and wants to be friends with her. Wants to be friends with her. her, Yeah. Her kids. So this (laughs) Sue kind of feels like that only in a, a less, uh, exploitation horror movie way <laughs> yeah god can i just say in high school i was such a jade yeah you were a jade did you have a sue or i'm sorry yes. did you have a mia oh, sue. i had a mia yeah was it carrie i feel like it was carrie and katie it was like my just two combined, best friends yeah. who like as we got older were the ones who wanted to to party and do stuff that would get us in trouble i just was so straight laced yeah i was an easy kid to raise <laughs> my parents always say that they think it's so funny how i just didn't get into any trouble it makes me look back and think like Fuck, should I have at least tried to do get in trouble once? Because it sounds like my parents were a little surprised. Yeah, yeah I feel like my parents were the same, too. Mm-hmm. Like, out of me and my brother, it was just one of those things where he set the carpet on fire. Uh-huh. He was the one who ditched school. And then I was a salutatorian. Like, yeah, was sure. I was a salutatorian, too. Yes. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. It's I a real it. thing. It does exist. Second did, is second. not last. That's right. Did you did you get to give a speech at graduation? Me, too. Hell yeah. Oh, nice. man. But yeah, I I was, but I think my parents were also so trusting because when you talked about the mother in the beginning and the party, that's how mines were as well. It was like, well, you can have your boyfriend over and he can stay over, but just leave the door open and mm-hmm. you can like be in, well, just be in the house. Like yeah. that was that sort of or thing. Or when she's like, are you sneaking out later? Yeah. It's like, it's no. Like, yeah, no, no, it's like, okay, sure. just lock the door. Like, yeah, yeah. that's like, I that's know that's what was. you're doing. Yeah. I, love, I love the little beat after that where Mia's waiting for her in the hallway. He's like, are we sneaking out now? It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, want to talk to you about our sponsor this week, Fume. Fume is a nifty little diffusive device that you can breathe all kinds of delicious scents and flavors through. We've been sponsored by Fume since their devices were made entirely of wood, but now they've really upgraded and they have these cool metal mouthpieces that feel really pleasant to use. I personally don't have any bad habits that something like Fume may help me to break, but I find the overall experience to be genuinely pleasant anyways. For example, I love peppermint for opening up my sinuses and soothing my throat because my allergies are terrible. With Fume's crisp mint flavor, I can instantly get some relief on those stuffy days. And it feels great on my throat before I record voiceover stuff like this ad. If you've got a hand-to-mouth habit that you're itching to break, Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. And there's no reason that can't be you. Head to tryfume.com and use code DEADMEAT to save 10% off when you get the Journey Pack today. That's T-R-Y-F-U-M.com and use code DEADMEAT to save an additional 10% off your order today. Yeah, Mia and Jade are so close that the first time we watched this, uh, like the first time through for a while, I thought that they were sisters. I thought that like Mia was legitimately part of the family, uh, whether adopted or otherwise, but just I I thought maybe like different dads or something, but... uh, that maybe it was the accents that got me lost, but it's because she <laughs> picks up Jade's younger brother, yeah. Riley. Yes. And they she sing chandelier in the car. Yes. <laughs> well, I think one could argue that maybe there was a thing like, and Jade kind of in her anger 
says it later. Like, I wish you had never, like, you know, pushed your way into mm, my family. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's how close Which was really are, just yeah. harsh. And mm. in that moment, I was like, hate Jade. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like hate the mom, too. Like, can't yeah. you guys get it? Like, um, but I think with Mia picking up Riley, there was a thing of, and Riley having issues with Jade, I feel like maybe in that time, like, Mia, and he even after things go down with the hand the first time riley you know jade pushes him away he wants to go in the bed with her like can i sleep with you and jade's just like no mm-hmm. you know kind of and he ends up with you know mia mm-hmm. and i feel like she had become more of his sister yes at that time seems like it yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's so I, I don't know what their age gap is i think he's 13 and she's like 17 i think are about their the yeah ages. they're like 17 so yeah, yeah with that gap that's a, a little bit older than me and my sister but that's you and your sister mm-hmm. i feel like with that kind of gap it is easy to in those years especially have a very uh contentious relationship oh, yeah, with for your sure. sibling my, my yes. brother and i were always at each other's yeah. throat when mm-hmm. we were younger. Yeah, she picks him up, and yeah, they're belting chandelier, and she there's a kangaroo in the road. I hated that. Oh, I know. I was like that whole scene. I was just, I hate this. I hate this, and that's why I was there. I was like, is this gonna be? What's gonna happen to the dog later? I was just oh, I was worried. So I was worried. I was like, I gotta. I Cookie's can't. okay. Don't worry, everyone. The kangaroo in the road is essentially like a deer in the road for us uh, Yanks. Yeah, I know. It's weird because this is the second horror movie I've seen recently where that happens. It's the movie Sissy, right? Mm -hmm. There's also a kangaroo which is also road. an australian film yeah. yeah is it that common over there i i think so yeah uh, i was just reading a little bit of reddit comments before we started recording and someone in australia did say like yeah even in the suburbs you can come across a lot of kangaroos wow. and that they're they're heavy so you don't want them to go through the windshield oh but I, is it worse than hitting a deer i would probably but they're probably depending Have you on hit the a size deer before? Deer. i've hit a deer i no, i've not hit oh, a deer that's... yeah michigan <laughs> i feel like it's you go certain places in Michigan and like it's almost a rite of passage. Gressel, have you hit a deer? I have not hit a deer. Yeah. I have nearly hit deer. The deer hit me, let's be real. Wow. <laughs> it does. They're they will run, they will try to make a break for it, and you just don't have any time to react and they just run right into your car. That's what happened. Is it like hit my car and kind of like hit the front corner by the driver's side and like bounced off the side and then we couldn't find it, so we think it it ran away. Oh, but my car was fucked up. Well, this Rue is not bouncing away. It is no. very injured, and Riley says it that sucks. they're supposed I hate to looking at it and listening to it. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, and then Riley's like, "It's crying." I'm like, "Oh, I stop, know. stop, Mia, I cannot. it's not." Yeah, so he says that they should put it out of its misery, and she goes to run over its head, and then stops, and she can't do it. She can't commit like they do in Sissy, where they do <laughs> run over. Yeah, they, spoiler they, in it's Sissy, a similar they, scene, but they're the like, same scene, All right, except roar. they do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen Sissy? No, I recommend it. It's well, that's. It's, it's, uh, it's an influencer horror, which mm-hmm. is its own subgenre now, and it's uh, one of my favorites of that. Actually, that subgenre has a lot of really it good does. I, I really enjoy like influencer horror movies. Yeah, okay. where like Spree, Spree, Deadstream, Deadstream. Yeah, uh, there's a movie called Influencer, which is great. And oh, I saw Influencer. Did you like that, that one? That one. that soundtrack that was, fucking yeah, rules, I dude. Was, uh, I put that shit on at parties. <laughs> People yes. are like, what is this? I'm like, it's from the Shutter movie. <laughs> that was, it's really good. Yeah, that one's great. 
But yeah, they Mia can't bring herself to like put it out of its misery, which is fair. I feel like you just call animal control. Which I don't even think she does. I think she, she says she doesn't. She, she says, just leaves it. She says another car will come. Yeah. So yeah. this is her, and obviously this is not a hidden metaphor or anything. This will link back to later on in the film when uh, we are in spoiler territory, when Riley is possessed and uh, the spirits are trying to get her to put to kill him saying it'll like be a mercy kill. Right. And she even sees the kangaroo in the, the hospital yeah, hallway like linking reflection. to him. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's a nice little like here's a little thematic sprinkling for you yeah. to, before we get back to the rest of the movie. Oh, also, when they're hanging out in the bed, uh, she has her fucking shoes on. and I wrote that down, yeah, too. Yeah, I did notice that. I'm like, you don't do that. Mia's got her <laughs> shoes on. What is the matter with you people? Yeah. There's you, just, like, little tidbits where you're kind of debating, like, do I like her? <laughs> yeah. When, she, <laughs> when she's in her best I friend's I like bed with characters? shoes on. Yeah. Chauncey, I literally wrote just, like, character detail that, like, makes me question whether or not... <laughs> This is a, a person I I like. Yeah, it's like, who are we rooting for in this film? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, I did a, a, for the scream kill count, I, my to the numbers bit, I crawled across a ladder. It went great, by the way. Thanks, Gressel, for your help. But <laughs> I didn't have sh- shoes or socks on. I was just in my bare feet because I'm fucking in my upstairs bedroom of my house. And so many comments were like, why don't you have shoes on? I'm like, like, cause I'm, I'm in my house. house. I'm in my fucking house, dude. There's carpet. What? What do you walk around your house with your shoes on? You fucking, I don't know. Animals. Nasty animal. You're an animal. Uncouth swine. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, uh, also before we move on, I would like to note that um, what's up, Australia, with your doorknobs, yo? You got these tiny little doorknobs that are like way too oh, high on your door. Because yes. I, I first it. noticed it in Better Watch Out, <laughs> yes, which is another oh. Australian uh, movie and is great. And then I noticed it again here. They're like these tiny doorknobs that are like way too high, or I guess higher than ours. I guess if they work for you. But what's what's going on? How'd that happen, Australia? Yeah. What's the deal that, with, yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, how would that work? Yeah. It was like, why do you, uh. I've actually been to Australia before. I didn't really? notice that. Oh. I want to go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. What I, part of Australia did you go to? Um, it was near Sydney. Okay. Like, yeah. And I went to a, um, the, uh, Aboriginal, uh, the Mari, like, they're, um, one of their areas where we were going to, like, a rally they were having. Because oh, they wow. speak about, like, equality and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, over there. It was, like, years ago. Because I did Australia and then we went to New Zealand to speak to their aboriginal wow. population there as well so nice that's yeah. super cool yeah. What, what, but what? I never noticed the doorknobs. <laughs> like, I did not notice Well, the you're going to have to go back and <laughs> check yeah, now. Yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, so they go to a party at, is it Joss or Haley's? I forget whose house it is. Yeah. Are they not related? Jo- I don't, I couldn't Joss tell what their vibe was. I if they were together at, like, romantically, if I they were just friends. They're just friends. Yeah. They're, they're obviously close. They, you know seem really close to each other but yeah well no i don't think they were romantic because i kind of felt like Haley at times was flirting with jade i felt mm-hmm. like there was some weirdness oh you there. think so okay yeah. i thought there was a vibe there yeah <laughs> and i i don't know if Haley the character uh is is non-binary or what but the actor is zoe oh, okay. tarakis mm-hmm. Tara- uh, is a non-binary australian actor who uh has been at a, a few things but i really like them like yeah yeah they did a great job so and apparently this is so fucking fucked up uh apparently talk to me was banned in kuwait just because this actor was in the movie to uh protect 
public ethics and social traditions. Okay. So, all right. real cool. Real cool. So <sighs> stupid. He's dumb. Well, they're missing out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> when they get to this party, there's a very uh, deliberate shot of, I think it's, Stop licking yourself. It's of uh, <laughs> Daniel and I'm Jade sorry. holding hands. Uh, there, it's another just like instance of like this focus on hands. Because mm. uh, later it's another, there's a moment where it's Mia and Daniel holding hands. Mm. They have a conversation about it. That's the like hand a size they thing. Have. Yeah. 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 You're right. A lot of hand stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hands, a lot of hand stuff. A lot of hand stuff. You know, they are, they are high schoolers. Yeah, hand yeah. Stuff just... That's they did it. Time. see this movie in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt like it was also really interesting that they were able to intermix like that interpersonal stuff too, mm-hmm. like the little drama where because I remember that one with Daniel and Jade because that's Mia noticing it and that's yes. right before she decides to say I'm going to mm-hmm. hold the hand of this dead psychic or whatever. So yeah. it was kind of like almost like she was being feeling like she wanted to loosen up and also distract herself yeah. from noticing that the guy she still had feelings for was now with her BFF. Yeah. You know? Right. Which yeah. is like, a, it's such a high school situation. I witnessed it multiple times. I was part of it sometimes in high school where it's like, you're, you, you have a kind of thing with someone and then your friend ends up with that person and then, but you still like them and the friend is like, oh, it's fine. It's cute. But like, because because Haley's even calling it out like Haley's like uh, I think your friend is flirting yeah, with your boyfriend yeah. and Jade's just like they're no, just no, friends no no they're just friends it's like yeah but clearly she has a thing for him still right yeah so yeah they bring out this this hand and it's like a plaster hand that's kind of from the it's like starts at like the elbow and it like sits up on the table. There's graffiti um, all over it. It's like, almost it's like things. you know those like weird little arms at like an arcade where it's an arm wrestling machine okay. kind of thing. Well, I thought of the little guy that we have to hold the wand. Uh, oh yeah, where it's like an art. Uh, that's like for art classes. Oh okay, yeah. Where it's wood and it has the movable like a joints. hand model. Yeah. yeah. So it's this. The sound design on this hand fucking rules. Mm. It's so like gravelly, and when it moves, it has such weight to yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like it's really heavy. It, it, it sounds heavy and important, which it yeah. should. It's the centerpiece of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And now A twenty four is apparently going to be selling those. Or they are. What? I hope. I want to get like <laughs> it. Not. I think yeah. it'd be fun for high school graduates to get like. Blank versions. You know how people have oh, those like have little sign it. Yeah, yeah. have people sign it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's debated. They they're not a hundred percent sure what the hand is. The only thing they can all agree on is there is like a mummified hand in there that is beneath all the plaster, and mm. either it's from a dead medium or a satanist. Or a satanist. <laughs> we don't know. Also, uh, the hand they have is the left hand. No one knows where the right hand is. Yeah. Uh, it's just out there somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised if that comes up in the sequel. It probably mm-hmm. will. That's one of the things where it's like, oh, there's a lot to the story that could be. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to explore. Like, And I, I felt like that was interesting because I'm not always the biggest fan of things being left as vague like that. I'm like, I want to know the origin of this. So I know the rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I can tell if you do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if a movie loses its way and if they're like, I thought that wasn't possible, but mm-hmm. if they leave it vague, it's like, well, we don't know what's possible. So I, at first when they said no one knows, I'm like, oh, we see where this is going. <laughs> right, right, Like anything's right. going to happen. It's going to be a portal in a second. Like, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I kind of like that they kept it vague so that 
they could leave it open to like maybe a universe of hands and feet or whatever. Feet, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, they're just hey, body parts. To talk to a spirit, you gotta suck on them toes, <laughs> dude. Suck on it. Like we saw people sucking on toes. Right? Exactly. It would, it would fit. Uh, so the way this thing works is you hold uh, the hand like your arm wrestling with it, kind of, and uh, someone else lights a candle. You are also buckled to a chair. They kind of strap you to a chair so you can't like move. Mm -hmm. um, and you hold this hand, and after the candle is lit, you say, talk to me. And then a spirit then a will appear. Spirit appears to you. But you, you can't let go of the hand like Mia you does at if you're first. Holding. That's right. No this, one else can see the spirit. You're the only one who can see it. It's usually uh, horrific looking, it, it's, disfigured. It's really creepy. The first time that you see one, it's, it's the first time Mia does it, mm -hmm. and it is genuinely it's it, jarring. It yeah. made me jump. It really freaked me out. It's but then you have to say, "I let you in," yeah, and the spirit will possess you. But yeah. then they start a timer for ninety seconds because apparently, if you go over ninety seconds, the they spirit want stay. will want to stay in you. And if you die while they're inside you, uh, they keep you forever that's what they say oh yeah okay yeah yeah so uh so that's what happens you get possessed by a spear for 90 seconds and then they they pull the hand off and blow out the candle to close the door and uh as uh weird as it may seem apparently it feels great later mia yeah, says apparently it's super fun she says that uh she felt like she was glowing and she could see and hear and feel everything but as though she were in the passenger seat which you know that i mean that's the thing with drugs is it, it lets you uh kind of disconnect and kind of like remove yourself from the reality of the world and when you're a teenager it feels like the world fucking sucks because you got all those hormones going on so to be in the passenger seat instead of having to experience to just, everything especially as mia who's still grieving her yeah, lost mother right probably feels nice to just kind of like let go and let someone else do all the work for a little bit right yeah giving control to a substance or in this case some kind of spirit mm -hmm. who's using your body almost like a puppet yeah and like talking making and you dance some and spirits are real fucking nasty like they're yeah. a little some of these spirits are a little perverts i feel like the little pervert ones just hang out waiting for their turn mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah like can we go next right <laughs> you know all the normal spirits are like ah, oh, whatever they don't want to fuck around with these kids at parties but these weird ones are just like my turn <laughs> the one the one in mia though turns to uh uh, the younger brother, Riley, yeah. Riley, and says, like, they want you. It sounds like fucking Gollum yeah, when they say they it. Want, yeah, they've already got their eyes on Riley. Yeah, like, Riley. they like you, yeah. and, like, clearly and also, they do. The second time around, I still didn't understand what this spirit means when she points at, like, nothing. There's, like, a corner where there's no one, and the spirit's like, there he is. And yeah. I, I still am not sure what. Yeah, I don't know is meant by that spirits if fucking around anyone else because they all the kids all turn around to look and there's mm -hmm. nothing it freaked me out but <laughs> i don't really know what was going on there um and they do say that they go a bit over 90 seconds with mia they here. actually they well, yeah because they try and rip the hand away and, it, and mia like won't let go of it this yeah. spirit is so is that why she continues to see uh, yes, spirits it has i feel like be. that that was the thing i feel like it was almost kind of like the thing with riley almost makes you it distracts you from the fact that she did go over a few seconds mm -hmm. because everyone, you, the whole movie, you're kind of, most of that part, point, you're kind of very focused on Riley. Like, oh, they're possessing him. They're possessing him. But it's very clear once we see as it goes, it's like, no, they were still inside of her because she's the one having the hallucinations. I mean, they were still in Riley too, yeah. Yeah. which is why he was trying to kill himself, but they were still very much 
and hers. Well, did they explain why? Because I think she asked why 90 seconds, right? Did they actually They, they say, just say after that, the spirits want to be there permanently. Yeah, some, I don't know how they know that or what. some but, like other people who trial and error figured that out <laughs> somehow. But, but yeah, because later yeah, they, she asks the others, like, are you guys still seeing stuff? And they're all like, no, what the fuck no, are you talking about? Mia got left in there too long. She, mm -hmm. let, she, got, she let it like cook for too long. <laughs> so they're still hanging out in there. But... Pointedly, they did uh, blow out the candle mm -hmm. for Mia. To close the door. Which they do not do later for Riley. Mm -hmm. yes. Look for it in the background. Yeah, because yeah. the second time we saw it, because later on they're like, wait, did we even blow out the candle? So the second time we saw it, I was yeah. paying attention to that. Yeah, it's very blurry in the background, but you see it's still going. Oh, okay. And so they yeah. don't blow it out that time. Uh, but yeah, they sleep over at uh, Jade and Riley's place. And there's a great shot of me looking out a window while it's raining. Yeah. And they hold on that shot for so long, and I'm like, thank you, this looks great. <laughs> they knew it looked good. Yeah. yeah. Cause um, not only how it looks, but just her acting, just her face acting. Yeah. Is, yeah. She, has, she has so much expression uh, in every shot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Riley can't sleep, so oh. he goes and sleeps out on the couch with Mia, and Mia asks if he was scared, and they kind of talk about recurring nightmares they've had. Yeah. Mia says she's had one where she doesn't have a reflection. And that comes in at the end, the very end. Yes. When she's in the hospital. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she talks a little bit about her mom, and we get some more kind of backstory there. We get that uh, her mom apparently took too many sleeping pills on accident, and I think her dad found her, had to like... Bust open bust the door. Bust open the bathroom door, I think. Which feels uh, a little similar to Duckett's situation, having to break yeah. down the door for mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. uh, another shot we have, it, it, we cut to later, Riley's fallen asleep, uh, holding his phone in his hands, another close-up of a hand where he's holding oh, it, and then yeah. you also see... Isn't he watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, like Australian Who Wants to Be <laughs> yeah. a Millionaire, um, where Mia takes the phone out of his hand and turns it off and... Uh, she kind of falls asleep next to him, but then we see another. There's a creepy hand that touches him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that mm -hmm. shot. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I couldn't tell. That was that was a different hand. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. It, it looked very waterlogged and creepy. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. I guess yeah. Those spirits just want Riley. I don't they know why. They really do. Which I mean, was interesting to me. Like, why focus in on Riley of everyone? Maybe he was the most innocent. Yeah, he. They do make mm -hmm. a point of establishing his innocence because he he's got that shitty little friend James. Yeah. Who his friends like? Oh, you want to smoke? I'm selling them and now I'm smoking them and and Riley Riley's like no and James like I need a new friend and it's yeah. like fuck you dude yeah I wonder if they just can sense that Riley just wants approval mm -hmm. because like I don't know I think he wants Mia to think he's cool I think he wants his friend to think he's cool I think he wants both his mom and his sister to maybe appreciate or like him more yeah the first time we meet the mom she yeah. comes in and she's like riley get your shit off the table He's she's doing like get homework. your shit off the table and why didn't you help me carry this stuff yeah. in it's like yeah. oh, god mom i was just sitting here yeah <laughs> i think he just maybe is particularly vulnerable mm -hmm. um there's also uh in this next scene i think it's jade and mia hanging out there's this like above jade's bed there's like well, you know one of those like cutouts you do where you trace your your hand. Yeah, there's make one a of those above her bed. It's yeah, it's not a turkey, but it's like it looks like maybe a piece of paper was folded in half, and she traced her hand oh, on it, unfolded that. it, and it's kind of like it almost looks like two hands kind of next to each other, and that's like above her bed. I noticed that this time. Yeah, yeah. again, lots of just lots of hand hands. stuff. Mm -hmm. Lots of hand stuff. <laughs> also, it's very vague where the hand itself even came from. 
uh, watching it this time around, Joss is very cagey about it and just dodges the question. Uh, like, as a friend of a friend, don't worry about well, it. Well, he gets it. He got it from uh, Duckett's brother. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But when it, they ask originally, he's just like, eh. Yeah. I won't bring up that they got it from this kid whose brother like exactly. stabbed himself in the face. That comes out yeah. later. And it's like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is when they ask to do it again the next day. So they go over to uh, Jade's house. I love the mom interrogating them of like, oh, what time's the party? What party are you talking about? Yeah. No, well, it's, I, it's I, cool. I know it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, everybody. Cool. She's like, oh, they already told me. Just let me know what time. Yeah, you're not in trouble. Like, yeah, I know you're having a party. Just what time is it? Yeah, she, she's so funny. In yeah, this. <laughs> I love Miranda Otto. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this, I, I wrote down... Uh, yeah, when they're like tying you in and everyone's around you and uh, no one does the hand by themselves because like no one wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't yeah. be able to, which means you need a sitter, which is also true of drugs. If you're, if you're trying them for the first time, it is very wise to uh, have a sitter or, you know, most times, especially with hallucinogens like this. Yeah. It's like have someone who's there and grounded and making sure that you're not killing yourself or doing stupid shit. Or wandering while on them. out or something. Yeah. yeah trying yeah. to drive or something like that. Or so. like, I feel amazing. I'm going to text my ex-boyfriend, you know, yeah, just, and your friend's like, no, no, let's hold off on that. <laughs> things like that. When Daniel does the hand. This is when Daniel finally gets hornified, does it, and he gets possessed by a really horny ghost. I think they start beating off. That's what Daniel like. starts yeah. touching himself. Then he falls over, starts humping the ground. Then Cookie the dog comes uh, over and starts licking Daniel's face. And Daniel, Daniel starts makes making out, out with that dog. dog. It is so gross. What is this? Is this a French bulldog? It's it's a bulldog. It's a yeah. big snout. Or yeah. It's a big like snorty boy. Yeah, it's adorable. It's a really the cute sound, dog. And it's just like, oh. but they keep saying he smells, and I believe it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Cookie playing himself, Cookie. Yes, Cookie credited <laughs> as himself in the credits, which is great. Uh, yeah, he makes out with this dog. I did and- read, and I, I didn't have time to do research. I did read a comment saying that the director said that. It is a dog puppet with CGI enhancements for Shut the making up, out. Really? For That's the making good. out. I would hope so, because he's fucking. Yeah. He is Frenching that dog. Yeah. Hard. I don't feel like the dog would just sit there for it necessarily. Yeah. Like the real making out, not just like the lick of Yeah, face. the the walk up and lick is probably <laughs> yeah. a real dog, but like, no, he's in that oh fucking my God, dog I mouth didn't with his tongue. It was like a puppet. That's yeah, it looks better. great. And, That's but better. I hope so. That's Otherwise, that ethic. poor actor That's, and dog. Yeah, like, poor both of them. Yeah. <laughs> It's no good. It's it's, it's so gross because Daniel gets covered in dog hair. Like oh it's, yeah, his there's, mouth like, is all there's like there's like fur on his lips <laughs> and, and shit. Oh, it's so gross. And then he get the one they break it. He gets up and he's like, he realizes delete people are recording him. And delete it's like delete it, it delete it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. Yeah. Like, absolutely fucking no. We're and not he like storms it. out upset. But then this is when it's the montage that's like the most fun part it's of the movie. So mm-hmm. the editing in this is so. Fucking well, good. Joss is like, he's like fucking oh shimming God. around and clapping <laughs> and beat with the song. All these little, yeah, these little beats where either someone claps or sets something down or lights a match, and it's just, it's so good. And I don't know it's if that's so actually kinetic. Sophie Wilde doing the French singing because she, you know, obviously, a, a thing with possessions is like to show that they're legit is if you start speaking in a language you yeah, don't so know. There's like yeah. a French. So she starts spirit. singing in French to the song on the soundtrack 
it's like kind of high pitched and weird and unsettling, but it's also kind of cool. And then, yeah, I know this fucking dog. <laughs> I know Molly's very interested in Chauncey. But I love how during the montage, like Daniel had left the room, but like they bring him back, and he's like, "All right, I mean, like it's it's just like a fucking party, man." Yeah, seems fun. <laughs> but they saw all kinds of weird little ghosties. And if you think about it, it's like they were partying with the ghosts, right? Like, just like they were getting off, the ghosts might have been too in their own way. Yeah. Like, so it was, that's why it's such a weird thing, because it's like they're very much doing, it's a drug scene. It's like yeah. a drug type, you know, I montage. Mean, Haley but... uses the, the hand to light a joint, which yeah, is so exactly. funny. Like the hand. <laughs> Riley wants to do the hand, but Jade won't let him. Yeah. But uh, she ends up leaving the room after a little tiff with and, Mia. And yeah, because Mia's, like, Mia's like, oh, come on, Jade. Like, if, what if we put him in for like like 50 seconds instead of night? She keeps like, she, she's really pressuring her friend. Jade gets pissed and storms out. Mia at first is like, oh, actually, I don't know if it's a good idea, Riley. But then she caves and lets Riley do it. And whatever possesses Riley at first is or at least it sounds like it's Mia's mom. Yeah. Because the mood totally changes and the spirit is saying it's sorry and it turns to Mia and it's really, like it's, Riley's acting in this is really great. Oh yeah, yeah. he's standout. He's really selling that he is possessed by this like older woman. Joe this, Bird. Like, motherly figure. Yeah, Joe mm-hmm. Bird is the young actor who just does a lot in this yeah. movie. And so Mia, you know, once it's like you know, fifty seconds is up. All right, this is and Mia's like, no, 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 let let's just let it let him stay for a little bit longer. I want to talk to my dead mom. To yeah, able, yeah, and it's so it's it's really sad, but also you're screaming at the screen because yeah. you're just so aware that this clock is ticking and he they. I think what so he after they blow past ninety seconds they, and then they can't get the hand off of him. And then he well because he he turns and starts kind of like gargling and choking and then just slams his head down on the table. Those slams, It's super dude. graphic. He tries, this is the grossest thing. He tries ripping like out his, his own eye. eyeball. Oh yeah, it's, he's like in it there. Sucks it sucks to watch. Sucks. It is really graphic eyeball stuff. If you don't like eyeball stuff, this is a tough scene because <laughs> he really gets in there. There mm. is like this eyeball halfway out of his head before they all kind of grab him. Uh, and then he goes to like a corner and is banging yeah, his head on the corner. Yeah, he starts banging his head on this the corner of this table. That's when Jade runs back in, uses again her hand mm-hmm. to kind of break the. You know, she she puts it where he's been hitting his head, so he slams breaks his her head hand, down on yeah. her hand and breaks it. Uh, they finally get the hand off again. They forget to blow out the candle. Mm-hmm. Cops show up. It's a whole mess. It's a whole fucking mess. Yeah. yeah. And even in that part, they weren't. That was the that was the other part where I was just like, why isn't anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like fucking do <laughs> it takes something Jade to come in there, and she even like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's like God, fucking do something. <laughs> get the hand off that boy. Yeah. Obviously, all the adults think that they were doing drugs. Uh. And yeah. Like Mia's or Jade's mom is pissed at Mia. Yeah, Mia. There's a again a shot of Mia washing blood off of her hands. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, um, yeah, blood on her hands. Right. Riley is in the uh, hospital, completely out. He of, looks fucked up. His, yeah. yeah, like A twenty four style fucked up mm-hmm. looking face. Then uh, Mia and Daniel spend the night together because Daniel doesn't want to go back home. And Mia is seeing her dead mom in the reflection of windows. Yeah, and stuff. Mia keeps seeing her her mom, 
And so um, this is when Mia and Daniel kind of have a moment where they're, I think Mia's saying something about how like, oh, remember we we like held hands. I could feel your heartbeat through your hands. And like, I have bigger hands than you. It's like this whole conversation yeah. about hands. Because um, their carving of their names were still in mm-hmm. the door. That's right. And he said, oh, I remember this. And that's why I was like, they he's still, there's something yeah. weird going mm. on here. Yeah, they go to sleep, you know, head, head to toe. Military style. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, military okay. style, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's trying to get close to his. Yeah, she's feeling his shin. Yeah, she's looking for human connection. That's yeah. very much throughout this whole thing, right? Like even with Jade, because she gets on her for like, you haven't been answering my phone calls, mm-hmm. and you know, Jade's like, I've been busy with your ex. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> and in the meantime, Mia's ignoring all these calls from her dad. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you notice in the very beginning, Mia's dad is out of focus. Yeah. yeah. He's and trying to talk to her. It's. I love the scene. This is way early on when he like she like has the water running and he says something and she turns off she's like what and he repeats it and then she puts the water back on and he says something again she's like what and just that's so real to me like i feel like that happens a lot it's like what i'm i obviously can't hear you right just complete miscommunication between them get this weird sequence where yeah they fall asleep next to each other and mia starts to like hear or no she has like a dream or she doesn't think it's a dream, but it's clearly a dream when we're watching it that like her and Daniel are kissing. Yeah, because the camera, yeah. the camera the here camera. is so fucking cool. I thought so that was a great, like, cool. and then she really turns cool. out of the bed and yeah. she's standing. I was she's, like, that's cool. She's really laying up. in bed. It looks like an overhead shot that swoops down, but then becomes a profile shot and she's upright and then she just turns around and walks over to where Daniel is. Yeah, it's cool. And just the the control of the camera in this a lot during the possessions like when someone gets possessed and their head they goes back and the, the the camera it's, flips with them. Yeah, it's really cool. Great use of the camera. But then she starts to hear weird noises and there's this creepy lady that crawls out of the corner. Um <laughs> that and was so... she starts sucking on Daniel's foot and me or and uh, yeah, Mia is screaming at Daniel to wake up, wake up. Daniel finally wakes up, and oops, it's Mia sucking on his foot. Yeah. And he's he gets, like, what are you doing? Yeah, he gets the fuck out of there. We don't mind sucking on toes. That's <laughs> tenacious D song. Oh, uh, man. And then her dead mom um, appears and uh, snuggles her. To, yes, after to explaining that she would have, she did not kill herself. It was an accident. I would never do that. Um, basically kind of confirming all these things that like now in retrospect you realize this is stuff mia wants to believe about yeah what happened because obviously. yeah someone someone hypothesizes that what the spirits can like see your thoughts and desires when they're so. in you and yeah. i feel like that i think right. they definitely can yeah mm. i think daniel actually mentions that he's yeah. like they're that wasn't your mom like they're they're just all up in our head yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which kind of confirms that what he feels about jade yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say like, oh, they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> also, this like uh, this kind of apparition of her mom says that Riley needs help because he's still in, he's still in the hospital trying to kill himself. He comes yeah, to every at one time point, he wakes up, he tries to he's kill himself. Banging his that head against the oh, tile. Yeah, yeah. He's and his head on the tile. He's like licking the blood up. It's fucking it's gross. So gross. He yeah. looks disgusting. Yes. It's awful. Yeah. It's so, so bad. The gang uh, meets up with the people that Joss got the hand from, which is the person from the beginning. Yes. The Cole, who yes. was stabbed, yes. but survived. And whose brother stabbed himself in the face. Yeah, and did not survive. Yeah. He reluctantly kind of talks to them about the hand. He says that, like, after a while, the possessions will 
fade. They, yeah. if you don't die while they're in you, it kind of slowly fades. Um, they do go away. Eventually. I also, again, another shot that I love is on the bus when uh, I think Cole is foreground on the left frame and Mia sits down on the right. And then the background, the other characters are kind yeah. of like sp- yeah. dispersed, standing there, further going back. It's one of those buses where there's like two parts. So it kind of like moves. Mm-hmm. I-, I love it. Yeah. After they talk to Cole, Mia's like, well, what if we just get Riley to do it again? And then we make sure to blow out the candle this time because that's when she realizes they're not sure if they blow out the candle. Mm-hmm. Naturally, they're all like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would we do that? Yeah. yeah. But I, I also see her point when she's like, well, we got to fix it. What else are we going to do? Yeah, yeah we got to try something. Yeah. Because she's not convinced that just letting it go away on its own is going to work. But apparently, because... I think it does. No, it does. I yeah. think that's real. Yeah. Because yeah, later on, uh, Jade tells her, like, like, no, I think Riley's getting yeah, better. Riley came better. too but and was himself. The reason that Mia thinks that that's not true is because this spirit that she thinks is her mom is like, no, 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 like, mm-hmm. Riley needs help. You have to do something about They've it. They've been manipulating her. Right? Yeah, and they she, manipulate the hell out of her. Yeah. yeah. When Mia goes to the hospital this time, she brings the hand and a candle with her. This scene is so fucking great. Uh, they try to, they have... They put it in Riley's hand. They light a candle. They they tried a couple times and like nothing really. Like happened. talk to him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, talk I don't know if it works it, that yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> and so Mia's like, okay, maybe I can try talking to Riley if I use the hand. Mm-hmm. So Mia grabs the hand, says, "Talk to me." And Riley doesn't appear, but it's a little girl. Yeah. And Mia obviously looks freaked out. And this little girl is like, Riley's, I can, I can show you where Riley is. I can, I can take you to him. And then this little girl says, I let you in. Yeah. Yo! Yeah. <laughs> and then what Mia sees is, I mean, people are calling it the shunting because that's what it looks like from society. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. Where it's just like bubblegum yeah. flesh being just bodies and torn you can't tell which way's up it's just sucking this, and grabbing and this wet. horrible like orgy almost of these like naked demons all torturing riley and it's just such crazy it's on the cover imagery. of fangoria that, that really image. Yeah. it's so good it's so brief and so freaky. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of wonder if that was true, though. Yeah, I, I kind of think it's bullshit. Yeah, oh, but really? so is oh, it kind of like, kinda... did the little girl trick her? Like, I don't mm. know, because if he came to and she was like, oh, he's like himself, wouldn't he be like, oh, my gosh, let me tell <laughs> right, you what happened right. to me while oh, I was wow. being tortured? I just took it at face value. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And it yeah. was just like. What are they in cahoots? Like, did the little did, she, did they send the little girl because she'd be more willing mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. believe the little girl? Yeah, you know, it's always the little girls in the right. Yeah. It's very disarming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's so great. It's such a great scare. I love it. Like, it, that's one of my favorite scenes from a horror movie this year. It's just so unexpected, but it may. It, I don't know why I didn't expect it. Of course, like I just like that the spirits have had control this whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so cool. And if you didn't. If you weren't sure if the mom spirit was manipulating Mia or not, you kind of get confirmation of it when she goes home and her dad is mm-hmm. like, I got to tell you something. Oh, Here's your mom's suicide this note. This scene is really beautiful. I think yeah. it was genuinely like hard to watch because it just felt so real. All the scenes at Mia's home with her dad are so coolly lit. They're yes, very blue. Very it's blue. very cold. Yeah. And just you get the... Even the this... style of their house feels very sterile. Like mm-hmm. their kitchen is very... Compared to 
Jade's house. Yes, which Mia's feels house is very like loving. metal, steel, like marble countertop, lots of glass. Yeah, it just makes it's you feel cold. cold and disconnected, yeah. like that relationship. Yeah, it's frosty. Uh, but the dad's like, all right, I do have to tell you, your mom like left a note. We learned that like her mom did kill herself. Yeah, it, it was wasn't an it accident. was intentional, mm-hmm. but she left a note, you know, saying that this is she finally has hope that like. Mia is going to have a great future, and it, it's really sad. It, the, the acting in this scene is really, really great. It's, yeah. it's just it, this is a part where I'm like, oh, I don't know. Th- this movie does have like a lot of emotional heart to it, um, which I really appreciate. It's not just, I think, possession movies are hard because you can only do the kind of like parade of weird stuff for so long. I, yeah. You need something that grounds it mm-hmm. to make you really care. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so scary, I think. And you almost think there's a breakthrough between her and her father at that moment, mm-hmm. that hug, and you're like, okay, maybe she's kind of let, not letting it go, but like getting over the that stage of grief of mm-hmm. denial. Mm-hmm. Um, as Grief is never linear, but it's right. like maybe she can reach that point of acceptance a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But then the mother appears mm-hmm. or the fake mother appears and it's like just throws her off. And in that moment, she pulls away from her father. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, oh no, so close. Go yeah, back yeah. to the dad. And fake mom is like, your dad's lying. Your dad's a liar. That's not your dad. And that's not-, not your dad pounding on the door. So I'm assuming the spirits are making her hallucinate this door pounding because then you see the dad is still sitting there Mm -hmm. like reading a note so it's not him pounding and calling through the door uh but it is a figure that looks like him who busts through and starts fighting her and so she's like looking for something to defend herself with and she sees scissors that's when her actual dad comes in to see what's going on sees her just writhing on the ground goes to help her and gets fucking stabbed in the neck this poor dad this honestly poor dad. Yeah. when you think about which characters got it the worst this him. movie it's, <laughs> it's this him. poor dad his wife died. Yeah. from his pov it's just like he doesn't know about all the demons no. and shit it's just like the worst shit you could go through as like a parent it's like he he you know if awful. if i were to do a kill count on this though i don't think i could count him you because can't because he's in the end. Jade find. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I mean that. That's all kind. Of, but Jade does find him still alive yeah. yes. in the room, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, Mia sees him in whatever that is. You know those visions. Yeah. So Mia lures Jade out of the hospital. Yes, because other mother, I guess. If we're gonna, <laughs> if we're gonna be Coraline about it, <laughs> says that Riley needs to be put out of his misery. Mm-hmm. It's the humane thing to do, it's like the, that kangaroo. Like the kangaroo, it's the mm-hmm. right thing to do. And if you do that, then I, definitely your mother, will be able to take care of him. Mm-hmm. So go do that. And of that. course, none of that makes sense for those of us who are white. Like, that makes no sense. Does yeah. that yeah. make sense? Does that sound like you're saving him, Mia? Yeah. If you kill him? Right. right. <laughs> like, your mom doesn't look that good right now either. I mean, her skin's peeling and stuff. Is yeah. she going to really be okay? Like, no. She just, they, all, these, all these demons end up just looking so, like, Every like they're around their eyes and, and mouths yeah. just look really like dark and moist. It's it's such a gross look, and I love it. Also, I I know that we're going long, but I just want to throw this out there for any commenters to uh, maybe um, elucidate for me. It, it's around here after the dad gets stabbed. There's a shot of tree, a, a tree in the wind, just kind of blowing, mm-hmm. and it stood out to me the first time I watched it, and it stood out to me the second time I watched it. And I, I, I get it could just be a transition shot between scenes, but I'm like, what is that shot? 
why did they film that hmm. and put that in there? Because it's like an up, uh, looking up view of tree branches, like blowing in the wind. And it's like, a, it's a good looking shot, but why is that there? Anyone have any ideas? Well, I think also you have it so that like right after that, we see the conversation between Mia and Jade and Mia actually seems really calm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I feel like maybe it was kind of like that was the official break. Mm. <laughs> like her stabbing her dad yeah. was like the official break mm. for her almost. Because you get that scene when she gets to the hospital. And I love that. I felt like the mom kind of redeemed herself a little bit. Yeah. Not, you know, where she was just like, I'm sorry about that earlier. It wasn't drugs. You I, are not just a friend. You're family. And yeah, I was like, I love thank that. you for yeah. that. I'm glad Because I didn't that. like you for a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because like y'all had really ostracized her after that moment. You yeah. Know? And again, that's. You, there's like that scene with Miranda Otto and and Mia, and then there's also a brief scene with I keep just keep calling Miranda Otto, Miranda Otto and Jade in the car where yeah. she's smoking a cigarette. Oh, yeah. And again, this is more like just very like hand specific stuff where it's like she's got this cigarette and her hands are shaking. And then Jade goes Jade to like tries hold, to her hand, hold her hand and, and she, she pulls, pulls away. It away. And then yeah. she realizes what she just did and like cries over it. Yeah. It's just oh so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Mia, after having drawn Jade away from the hospital by saying, come over and, and get me, she runs into Sue at the hospital. Great scene between them. But then she just asks, can I have a moment with Riley? Yeah. And Sue's like, oh, well, we're good again. So, yes, you can. Yeah. And uh, then Jade calls her mom and is like, She's dangerous. Uh, yeah. yeah she's <laughs> that, get Mia out of there. She's dangerous. That girl is so dangerous. <laughs> and then, uh, oops, Riley and Mia are both gone. Mm -hmm. And... Mia has started wheeling Riley towards the freeway, although she is seeing Riley as this creepy old man at this yeah. point. I saw someone on Reddit call, her, uh, call him Granny Cougar, or Granny Kruger. <laughs> Granny Kruger. Like, yeah, it looks that, yeah, real gross yeah. skin. But yeah, it's because uh, Mia, as we saw with the kangaroo, couldn't bring herself to drive over the head. She goes to stab Riley in bed with the scissors, but she can't bring herself yeah. to do it. And she looks out the window and sees the highway and is like, That'd be easier to just kind of right. toss him in through the highway. Yeah. That's the easier thing. <laughs> yeah, to fucking push in that wheelchair up a hill. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's the logic of like, a car will do this. Another car will come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. You know? Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jade gets back to the hospital just in time to see Mia wheeling the yeah. brother up there. And Mia, for like, it, it appears that Mia's mom is like behind Mia and kind of like stroking her. And her nails are so gross. Yeah. And she almost has, like, it's like her nails, but also she has these little sharp, like, claws that are coming out from underneath the nails Ooh. it's so creepy it's she's definitely some other creature yeah. it's so it's just this little hint that this is definitely not who she thinks yeah. it is and she keeps kind of comforting Mia and saying you know like oh once you do this we'll uh, we'll have him forever and I yeah. think her saying that kind of makes Mia realize oh wait no I've just been lied to this whole time and mm -hmm. so Mia throws herself in front of you think she throws herself? I wasn't sure if Jade had reached them and had pushed Mia out of the way, but because it because it switches to the driver's perspective in a car, and then something hits their windshield, it ends up being Mia. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, in for I don't know who decided to not for Mia to not. Oh, push. I didn't really. Yeah, I mean, I read it as Mia doing it herself. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is one shot where you see hands again, where they specifically show her let go. 
mm. of things. So she made the choice not to push him. Yeah. So you see that part. And I feel like there was a second enough where maybe she at least, I don't know. I don't feel like Jade pushed her. No. I don't know. You I don't think like, Jade got there and was like, get away from my brother to no, save her brother? No, because that doesn't make sense with her like letting go of the... Well, yeah. it could have been a tragic thing where Mia was like, no, I'm not going to do this. Oh, Jade doesn't then. know that, gets there and is like, trying to save her brother mm -hmm. but i guess it's open up uh, to interpretation yeah. yeah yeah but in any case mia winds up getting hit by this car uh love the shot from the driver's perspective in the in the car <laughs> yeah then them getting out and finding mia but then mia gets up and starts walking around but no one's really paying attention to her yeah that's when you know yeah, yeah. that's when you know it's like triangle yeah yeah and, and yeah exactly and like then it flashes from her she she's in the hospital now instead of on the street. Yeah, and she walks by. Um, there's like an old man in a hospital bed that she was looking at earlier who was laying there and yeah. it seemed like he wasn't doing so great. And then in this end sequence, he's just kind of sitting up and staring at the wall. It's bizarre. Yeah, I couldn't, I didn't know what to make of that guy. Yeah, yeah he is a recurring She also thing. sees Riley seems like he's back to normal. Yeah, and, and he's mm -hmm. talking to Jade and, mm -hmm. and Sue. Yeah. And Sue. And then they're leaving the hospital and the lights are going out in that classic, like, I know yeah. The Descent does this too, she where the lights her, are. her dad walk past and she's yelling for him, mm -hmm. um, but she can't quite reach him. That, this is also when she sees that she doesn't have a reflection. Yeah, she looks in a mirror, no um, reflection, just like her recurring dream. And then all the lights go out and all she sees is a candle get lit. Mm -hmm. And then she approaches it and sees a hand and she reaches out to the hand and... Uh, clasps it and then we see apparently a in bunch Greece. of dudes in Greece yeah yes. and the the one whose hand she's holding looks and says uh talk to me yeah and then oh no he says I let you in oh yeah you're right I let you in I let you in and, that, and so she is now a, one of the spirits I was paying attention this time because I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be the other hand or the same hand it's the same hand okay the it's it's the left hand she reaches out with her left hand at the end so we still don't know where this other hand you is. would think they destroy it well <laughs> when she goes to the hospital she leaves it behind at her house. There's a shot of it mm -hmm. after she stabs her dad and then when she, like the hand is left behind. So I don't know how that gets to Greece, Greece, but she winds up being the spirit on the other side, which is the coolest fucking way to end this movie. It's, it's so great. Again, yeah. I don't know what I expected, but of course that's how it ends. Yeah. yeah. It was so still, tidy. It was definitely tragic. I, you know, I, I guess I held out hope that maybe she's just in a coma and mm. stuck there. I mean, that would leave like some openness yeah. to her somehow. Because her dad's leaving the hospital. Mm -hmm. It's not like she saw him at like a, a funeral. funeral. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm like, maybe she's just in a coma like Riley was, but she was so caught up that now she's just in the spirit realm. That's that's my canon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because Would I'm you... like, there has to be a glimmer of hope that sure, maybe yeah. somebody else might notice her and help her get back. And yeah. yeah. Maybe I know, we I think... can learn, maybe we learn in a sequel that's what Riley was experiencing the whole time. Oh, he was yeah. just going he was to like, people's parties. Right? Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, I feel like the, the most... Hopeful thing you get out of this is that Riley recovers. I feel like Mia is a, yeah. a tragically doomed character. That sucks, though. It does suck. Like, her yeah, mom died. Her to be like, she lost her mom to suicide. Her father's by himself now. It's yeah. like, maybe they can it's get her It's a bummer, back. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chauncey. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, good I, I, I really, 
I like this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I don't know, is, is proficient a weird word? It's just like really well done. <laughs> it's, it's very well done. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like damn, everything about this is just done really well. Yeah. Or movies fucking rule, dude. Yeah. yeah, sure. I think it just dealt with this, this idea of grief. And I guess you just saw kind of a story of someone who couldn't totally let go. Yeah. Yeah, especially using the hand to like, she doesn't say I let you in she just says talk to me so that she can talk to her mom and oh that when sequence. she's getting yeah. snuggled yeah mm -hmm. which like if you're in that place I I've had like people where I'm like yeah I I would experience that if I could even if I wasn't sure if it was the re you know it's like that Black Mirror episode yeah where she gets that kind of double made of her dead husband mm -hmm. it's that it's have him around in just, some way you know yeah grief sucks but i i thought that that sequence was especially touching and like just really real mm -hmm. yeah good stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, there's a chance yeah <laughs> i let's see we'll see what the sequel brings us <laughs> right there's like two three Maybe we movies can bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> how can you not bring me in <laughs> i hope so hell of a performance in any case yeah, yeah. Exactly. really really good Cool. By the way, uh, Chauncey, you did a forward to this book. I I've been wanting to like talk about it. Yeah, it's um, Mother Blore. It's a uh, We Are Many. It's an autobiography um, by Mother Blore herself. She was uh, in the early late 1800s to like the 1950s or so. Like, I think a lot of people know Mother Jones, mm -hmm. like as oh, like yeah. this <laughs> af ac activist, like mom type. And Mother Blore was pretty much. A little, a bit younger than Mother Jones, but she actually knows Mother Jones too. She mentions Mother Jones. Okay, the thing, yeah. She comes, uh, she starts working with Mother Jones when Mother Jones is a bit older, and it's kind of like this woman, Ella Reed Blore, was known as Mother Blore, and she was a bit more, um, a bit more into the the labor struggles and kind of dealing with labor exploitation, union fights, and this, of course, like the early, you know, 1900s where you know, workers were kind of getting their footing, trying to get that eight hour workday, things like that. Yeah, like she this was on the is like lines. kids shouldn't be uh, allowed to exactly. work with and heavy machinery. Exactly. It's kind of like what James had kind of mentioned that she's sort of the Forrest Gump mm -hmm. of like <laughs> the labor movement mm -hmm. because there's so many poignant moments that people will be like, I know about that. I heard about that. And she's like, I was there. I helped organize that. I was there right before they shot up the miners or when we marched through that street. And you're like, she was like really everywhere. And so um, she wrote this autobiography back in 1940. Wow. And this is the official um, reissuing of this after about, I think, about 60, like, not 60, uh, maybe 40 years or so of being out of print. Oh. So this is uh, a new uh, forward that I they asked me to write for it because she actually, during her time of activism, wrote for The People's World, which is the publication that I'm one of the editors on. So they asked me to write the forward. And so, yeah, it's out pretty much everywhere nice. <laughs> right That's now. So cool. Like, yeah, international publishers. And it was really just, really just exciting to read her autobiography and just see so much of that history. And then to be able to kind of put that in words of how we can relate to that today and mm -hmm. why it's so like relevant. That's yeah, awesome. that's so cool. I'll put links to it in the description Thanks. where people can get it. If you have a preferred link, mm -hmm. uh, just let me know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool. Um, I guess until next time, I want to do social media. Where can people find you? Um, well, yeah, that app. <laughs> I know, the, uh, that app. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on um, 
uh, X or Twitter um, at MS Chauncey KR. Um, I also have my website, Chauncey K Robinson, where I just kind of compile where my different articles and stuff are. You can also find me on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I'm an official uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic and also Cherry Picks. Great. Nice. And soon on Dead Meat. Yeah, Yay. that too. I, yeah. How could I forget oh, that? Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> for that. So cool. Production yeah. tales from hell. Yes. <laughs> uh, for Dead Meat, you can find us on everything at Dead Meat James on Twitter slash X, uh, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. And TikTok is the other one. <laughs> uh, I'm at Carabeck, C-R-E-B-E-C-C on and Instagram, and if you want merch, DemiStore.com. Are the Lucy plushes out yet? They are. There are plushes of our cat. Yes, get a plush of our cat. Yeah, they're very cute. I'll show. We have one I, downstairs. Oh I'll gosh. show it to you. Um, <laughs> they're super squishy. Very cute. And more new merch coming soon. Thanks to yeah. Ben, uh, dropping pretty soon. I think next month, maybe or awesome. a couple of weeks. So keep an eye out for that. Exciting. Yeah. Cool. Well, until then, I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. That's Chauncey. Yes. Yep. Hi. And this has been <laughs> the Dead Meat Podcast.